Ah, oh, fuck. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. It's been a long time since we had Sorry, an off button mega up. timer start. Yeah, I pressed yeah. the up button wrong. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, uh, we recently had to go to Nebraska. You and uh, I. Yes. You and I. And, uh, you know, can I interject something real quick? Yeah. So uh, there's one thing I was thinking about. Like, Wait, just before we've started. We're, yeah, before we're, we're, you started, because yeah, yeah. I was thinking about this. Well, yeah. I had two things that I wanted to talk about, actually. Okay. So I'm just going to just throw those out there um, on the Jeff and Casey show. So first things first, I decided that I wanted to switch shampoos. Okay. Well, I didn't decide that I wanted to switch shampoos. Per se. All right. What I decided was I wanted to potentially switch shampoos. I like right. it's been a while. I'm gonna see what shampoos are available. I'm gonna okay. see what's out there in the world of shampoo conditioner combo. Okay. That I might switch to. All right. I use a sh- peppermint-based shampoo. It's a, okay. smells like peppermint. All right. It's organic. It's from the Whole Foods. All right. And Ginger doesn't love peppermint smells. Okay, so that's so bad So I was news. thinking, like, maybe I'm going to switch to a yeah. different smell. Yeah, all right. right? Now, Ginger also Next doesn't up. have a very good sense of smell at the end of the day, so it well, really doesn't good. cause a problem. Yeah. But I figured, ah, couldn't hurt. Yeah. And I've been looking to maybe make a change anyway. All right. So I started off at the Whole Foods. All right, I, you, you're getting this. You're not Amazon.coming this. I didn't Amazon.com it. Right. I went across the street to the Whole Foods. Yep. And I looked in the section under shampoos and conditioners, and I noticed that they have a store brand there that is fragrance-free. Okay. And I don't really like fragrances. So it's neutral. So I was thinking, maybe I will get this fragrance-free. Now, the problem with fragrance-free things, and I already knew this going into it, so my hopes were not high. Okay. The problem with things that are fragrance-free is that literally just means that they didn't add a fragrance. I see. But the shit still smells. Right. I mean, I have a fairly sensitive nose. It's not like a Hecker level nose. Okay. Right? Like, I remember the time that me and Hecker went into Doug hey, Chart's office yeah. and he sniffed out an old moldy cup of coffee behind right. like three bookshelves. Yeah. He like went back. I he mean, threw, the story he, is legendary. Right. The dude, well, he threw my plant away because he yes. realized that yes. it had started rotting yes. under the right. dirt. I am not. Now, that at said, that level. he says that he, t- he talks about his amazing nose all the time. Yes. And I was like, Chris, your nose shit. And he's like, you got to give me this one thing. <laughs> but I, and I, so I will give, no, but I, I will, am going to give it to him. Yeah, I, 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 I am going I, to give I it was to laughing, him. but then I yeah. was like, you know what? You're right. You, you, yeah. you have an amazing yeah. nose. I'm going to give it to him because yeah. I feel like I feel like I have a relatively sensitive nose. Yes, I have a terrible And it nose. is very clear to me that he can smell out things that I can't smell out. So yeah. I know he's at least better than average because a lot of people I know can't even smell as good as I can. And I can't smell as good as Chris. Okay. So he has got a sniffer that you could put in an, you, to use in an industrial setting if necessary. Right, yeah. right. I've read things in the past about like there's a woman who works for like BMW sniffing out car odor problems or whatever right. the fuck in their production facilities. And I gotta get Chris on my. On my he dishwasher. could do that shit. He yeah. could. He could solve. He could actually be an employee of a company whose job it was to sniff out problems literally. Right. Anyway, that said, I buy this shampoo. Yeah. It is the store brand Whole Foods. Fragrance-free shampoo and conditioner in case you want to reproduce this experiment at home. I get in the shower. (laughs) I open up the bottle. uh, I I flip the little thing, and I put some out in my hands, and I start lotioning my scalp, okay, with the quote-unquote fragrance-free whole food shampoo. Right. And I am not exaggerating at all. When I say that it smells exactly like 
Exactly. And the more you lather it, the more it smells. Come on. Okay? Tell me. To a T. And I think anyone would agree with me who has Stop had this it. experience. Stop it. Smells exactly like the smell you get when the motherboard has fried. Do you know <laughs> the smell weird, I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like, like that weird... shit melted that should never be melting. It's yep. like the solder smell or something like that. That burnt that metal burnt something. Plastic, yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Plastic metal. Exactly <laughs> like it. Like it's not a little bit. It's not like, oh, I could see that being a burnt out motherboard or electrical component. It's like, nope, an electrical component has fried that's in my amazing. hair. That's that, awesome. is what the, that is what it smells like. So that's not, you're not keeping that. Or are you keeping it? Sometimes no. that smell like I don't think I mean that smell of fireworks is a good smell, but like I wouldn't want it on me. It's not fireworks. It's it, not fireworks. No, but though. I mean that 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 kind it's of. It's not gunpowder yeah. uh, or sulfur. What what is what is that that you smell it's after probably fireworks? Probably like a sulfur oxidizer. Okay, I don't know what that smell is, but it's not that yeah. smell. But that's an it's example of a smell that, that people say, "Oh, that smells good," okay. but you wouldn't want to smell like probably that. Probably not. Yeah. No, but anyway, this, this doesn't not smell good. good either way. I don't like that smell of motherboard. Okay. Wine. Plus, it's like. I'm immediately like my hind brain because I yeah. mean I used to you know when when I was in the 1980s yeah. and stuff and we had well, I was going to say my shit breaks yeah. I, I'm terrified I of that say, smell that meant the hard say drive my, is dead. One of my saddest days uh, was the first time I could get a 486 100. Yeah, right? and I got it. And I put it in my machine, and it was rotated 90 oh. degrees. I turned it on, and it immediately cracked all the way through. Oh and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And that smell—I uh, didn't remember yeah, that. This of is like, what I'm saying. I don't want to smell uh, that. Yeah. And you're just like, "There's $600 down the drain." The yeah. smell of disaster is not what I want in my yeah. hair, right? Like, I don't want—I want my hair to smell at least like neutral, if not success. Yeah. Success well, rather than failure is a good smell for your hair, in my opinion. So there's an interesting thing there is everybody smells a little bit different. So if Probably. you want to be totally neutral, what you need is some sort of uh, web 2.0 thing. What? Where you put a little device on you that gets the essence of Casey and then makes that's what your shampoo smells like. So that it's completely neutral. Is this like a, like an Adobe color corrector thing? Is this like a thing yes. you put on the monitor? To like, yes. Let's calibrate your hair. Right. right? Calibrated hair, shampoo. Right. Okay. Right. So it's like, what's the hair smell temperature yeah, exactly. that you're emitting right now? Okay, let's get the Pantone cards out. Right. Where are we at? Let's make this all work out. Right. Do you remember that? I'm not uh, done yet. Okay. So that's the shampoo, and I'm like, well, let's see what the conditioner smells like. The conditioner smells like <laughs> sawdust. <laughs> so basically, the showering experience with the Whole Foods quote-unquote yeah. fragrance-free shampoo and conditioner was melted motherboard followed by sawdust, yeah. which is what they should say. Like, I feel Workshop. like on the, if you look at the bottle, it should say, like, instead of fragrance-free, it should sell melted motherboard, and the other one should say sawdust, neither of which are particularly attractive. That's awesome. Yeah, but there you go. So anyway, okay, that was thing one. Okay. And so the thing that I wanted say, to put, what, what I was just going to okay. mention on the fragrance thing. Do you remember about three years ago when I first started seeing Dawn? Yeah. I uh, got uh, – somebody gave me a bottle of cologne. I can't remember who I got oh. it from. It was near my birthday. Okay. I don't remember this. Well, you remember the story, I think. Of I do? When I, when I, I was like, oh, I have cologne now. I should use it. Oh. I should try it. That was and I went, wrong move number and, one. And I went to grab the cologne, like with my hand, like this. <laughs> and when I grabbed it, I pressed okay. the, the okay. plunger. Okay. 
and it shot like a shit ton right on the palm of my hand. And it was so much. It was like, because it's like a spritz. And this was like a kerchunk. It was soaked. I'm like, ah! And I was, and I was late coming. It was for Ginger's birthday. This is amazing. Like, holy shit. And I'm like, the room just stinks of it. So I'm washing my hands. And if I put my hand, I'm like, oh my God, it totally stinks. And okay. so then I went to uh, Ginger's party and the whole night I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I smell. I, I know I smell like hello because it was this so. It was like soaked into the. It, uh, oh, it was bad. But you're trying to like burn off the outer layer of skin. Exactly. Without, like, yeah, something like that. Where was sawdust then? It's like that scene from Andromeda Strain where you're like go into yeah, the, like the, chamber the, the and light. Goes, <laughs> yeah, burn the skin off. So uh, what I was going to say just to finish up mm-hmm. is one of the things that we used to do on the podcast a long time ago, and we haven't done in a while, is giving away free ideas. Oh, I see. I don't know yes. if you remember that. We used to be like, here are free ideas for mm-hmm. you to go make money on. Yep. And uh, so one of the things that I could get, I feel like we could give away to the listeners now to continue that tradition here so many years later is a new concept I have, right? It's a new product idea, a new way to fill a niche in the market, if you will, which is, I call it Sam Plu. Okay. Okay. And what Samplu is, it is a sampler of shampoo. Oh, I see. Because here's the thing, Jeff. You go into the supermarket yeah. and you see all these shampoos. You don't know which one you want. So well, what Casey- this product does is we are a, a place that buys one of every shampoo and then we put just a little bit In into little one. capsules. You buy our sampler, you try out the different shampoos, and then you know which one you want. Well, Casey, here's what right? I, I would say to that. Yeah. I want a more interactive experience. Oh, do you? Right. I, I would rather there be a woman who stands at the shampoo aisle. Okay. And and just can can spritz out a okay. little shampoo. Okay. So right. you just try it right. and then maybe a little base in there. Okay. You know, so she's the, got a poo spritzer and yeah. she spritzes you with a little bit of each poo. And, and then you're then like, you choose. You're yeah. like, all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, that's melted motherboard. I'm like, <laughs> I don't like that. What's the conditioner like? It's like, sawdust. sawdust. Oh, no, okay. no, I don't want that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fine. Then, you know, if you, that, that's your, we've given the listeners two yeah. ideas to make well, money well, on that. They're, they don't overlap. We could want both. We, we want right, right, a pretty right. woman yeah, yeah. dispensing shampoo. Yeah. At the store as well. Well, okay, yeah. so it's it's upscale, low scale. Like maybe yeah. mine is for the low end market. It's like oh, oh right, and you know, it's like it's Nordstrom like Zappos shampoo. or something. Yeah, it's sure. like we are a shampoo portal. Yes, and basically what we do is we make money selling shampoo. So what we do to encourage you to buy different shampoos is when you sign up with us, we send you our shampoo. Right, you can try them all, go crazy, have a wild night of shampooing. Right. And then you pick out some, you order them from us, and we make money on that transaction. And the recurring poo transaction that happens, exactly. right? Right. Yours is for the upscale department store the shampoo customer experience. service, the shampoo experience. Right. You go in there, and it's like everything's backlit with diffuse lighting, right? Mm-hmm. It's like this is going to be the kind of shampoo that is a lifestyle choice, Jeff. Exactly. You did not just buy a shampoo. You did not just buy something to wash your hair. You bought something to wash your life with. Yeah. Okay? Your life is getting sudsy and massaged at this point right. with this shampoo. And clean. Exactly, and clean. So have you uh, ever read the stories of the people who go shampoo free? Uh, you mean like for dreadlock, for like making dreadlocks? No, and stuff? no, it's, so, uh, uh, there's a number of stories that, 
you don't have to wash your hair every day. You have to rinse it, certainly. But you're, I'm Italian. Well, this gets oily, though. So that's the point. Like, they talk about this. They're like, the first two weeks is insane. You feel like uh, you're going to go crazy. Uh, your hair is really oily and filthy. Okay. But just like everything else, your body is always reacting to that. And, uh, and supposedly, after you go a couple weeks without putting what? huge amounts of soapy chemicals in your hair... Your body calms down and mm. reacts. And in, in fact, it's what? supposed to be way, way, way better for your hair if you do that. But what so, does that mean? That I'm just saying that's what – I can send you one of these articles and see. Like most people will have much nicer looking hair if they shampoo apparently once a month. You rinse every day. Like you get in the shower. You take a shower like normally. You just don't put a shit ton of shampoo on your hair every day. The problem is you have to get past two weeks of like – it, you're gonna you'll be hating life. But so basically, you're saying that what you should be doing currently mm-hmm. is you should get in the shower, you should rinse your hair, right, and then just leave it alone. Leave it alone. If you get through two weeks, which is apparently bad, like they're like, put a towel down on your pillow. It's gonna be you're gonna have a bad time. You get through that period of time, your hair will look a thousand times better. It's much shinier. It's cleaner. It feels better. Everything about it's better. In fact, people with long, like, uh, the article talks about, like, all these celebrities that do this, and it's the reason their hair looks so nice. That's all I'm saying. That, so, so you could try so here's this. So here's what we might want to do then. Should you and I pick a two-week period at some point and fucking just go for it? It's like, here's what we're doing. Neither me nor Jeff will wash our hair oh my God. for two weeks. We will take a picture every day. Of what our hair is. I put a lot like. of product in my hair. I'm a little scared. I'm just saying, if you're throwing this out there, Should are you prepared? This? You are talking the talk. Will you walk the walk? That is the question. Okay, I tell you what. We will look at the calendar. We will find out yeah. when there is like no weddings, birthday parties. Right. Nothing like, crucial. Like we can't do anything crucial because we show up at 1.8 right. weeks yeah. and we're looking like a homeless guy. Yeah. Then that's bad news. We right. got to find a nice window in which we do this. Yes. I'd be down for that. Now, I also feel like we could we could time it. I'm thinking maybe mid-August, like August 15th through the end. Like, we just try to do it. That'd be perfect, too, because that just taps out right at the end is PAX. And nobody there has hygiene. There's so not a lot of notice. hygiene there anyway. We so even right if in. there's a problem, we're sailing straight through. We're just totally yeah. fine. We're like, hey, look, it's another two unkempt dudes at PAX. No one bats an eyelash. And then we just go, it, 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 didn't, it didn't It work didn't out. work out. Uh, Jeff read the article wrong. Right. Yeah, it's like it turned <laughs> out it has terrible. nothing to do with hair. <laughs> it was about eyebrows. It was about we don't wash waxing anyway. cars. Yeah. Yeah, right. You don't yeah. wax yeah. your car every yeah. 400 day, 400-pound hair. 400-pound hair piece. No, I've heard this from multiple people. I've heard this from a person who actually does it, and her hair looked fantastic. Who, who is that? It was an actress friend of dog. Uh, actress friend? Okay. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. She also uses uh, oiling. Do you know what that is? No. This isn't going to help my – so it is a thing that people do instead of brushing their teeth. It's actually a popular thing people do right uh, now. They – you take a, a – it's not olive oil, but it's like coconut oil. It's coconut oil. Okay. So at night when you go to brush your teeth, uh-huh. instead of brushing your teeth, you take a, a tablespoon of coconut oil, which is oil, like real yeah, oil. Yeah, I know what coconut oil is. And then you – for 10 minutes you cook with it you just go you like 
Swish it around. Swish it. You push it through your teeth, like you're like right. You just flossing it up there. Get it all in there. And and then at the end, ten minutes, you spit out. And it, and then, how many? And, ten minutes? It's a long time. You have to spend a long time. They're like, it takes longer than brushing your teeth, but you're not putting all this other crap on your teeth or whatever. And I'm also like, if you swish something in your mouth for ten minutes, you could probably use Mountain Dew. That's what I was going to say. It yeah, doesn't like, matter like, what yeah. the thing is, but, but okay. like coconut oil is the thing. So she does a lot of these kind of little counter. And this things. is for what, like white, whiter teeth or something? Their teeth are supposed to be whiter. Well, I mean, in that crazy way, people talk about like I've never felt better. Like, oh, my dad's tumor went away. They use it to like insane. Because that's what I was going to say. So insane. what I was going to say is like I feel like actors and actresses. Are their opinions on practices such as these are literally completely irrelevant because they Possibly, are fucking superstitious motherfuckers. They're superstitious, but they also look so much better than the average person. And this could be why they. But that's Locked into weird. No, 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 no. They locked into superstitions that happen to work. No, we don't know. That's complete reverse bullshit. We don't know. For every actor or actress who looks great, who's like, oh yeah, you got to rub the monkey glands on your skin every day. There's nine others who are all fucked up looking because they were doing weird ass shit to their skin, and here's, it's like it's totally random, dude. Here's what I would say about that. All right, uh, there is a friend of Don's who is on uh, the Walking Dead, the right. zombie show. Yeah, is it Walking or Waking? I have no, I don't care. Walking. Anyway, it's it, uh, he's on TV show. He's a regular on the show. Okay, he plays a haggard, like rah, whatever crazy man. Uh, a zombie? He's not a zombie. He's not one a of zombie. the survivors. A crazy survivor. He, he's a survivor, and I don't want to. I don't want to get too much. I don't want to like because the story is going to be a little weird. All right. Um. Uh. So, but he plays wait, a they're, character they're, they're who's supposed. Know, to, wait, he's going to know who you're talking about. They maybe. already know who you're talking about. You've ruined it already. If you're maybe, I would just say he's supposed to play a bad. He's supposed to be playing this bad guy, and his character is supposed to be dirty and filthy okay. and scummy and craggly yeah. and evil. Okay. Uh, and when you see him on the show, you're like, oh my god, that is a freaky looking guy. Okay. In person, I'm like. That's one of the most attractive men I've ever seen in my life. You're okay. like, right. that makes no sense at all. Like, I mean, all he right. still is not conventionally attractive, okay. but he's like, his hair is perfect. Like, right. like yeah. all the like things you can do okay. to make yourself look good, he's perfect at. Like, okay. and you're just like, that's the best that person can look. Okay. And it's far beyond. So it is that weird thing of, I bet you run into Steve Buscemi or somebody, or, or, or Buscemi, what's his name? Yeah. And, and, and you'd go, oh, yeah, he's, he's a pretty good-looking guy. Like, you'd be like, that's so weird. He plays <laughs> ugly, weird characters. He's, he's a good-looking dude. Well, I yeah. have nothing to say to any of that yeah. other than I'm in, All right, so I'm April in the, so August 15th, maybe we'll try this. Maybe. I, we'll, we'll look at the calendar and actually verify. They don't have to go anything. Because, yeah. you know, August 15th, is very close to my wedding anniversary. Oh, okay. So you can't I, show up smelling I like... I try to remember if we did... Because we have plans to go away for the weekend. And I don't necessarily know that I want my hair all fucked up. But it, <laughs> it, I don't remember which weekend. We did not... We had to move the weekend around a little bit. So it's, it, okay. it may be clear. We will look but if up. it's not clear, I'm, I might call the ball on that one. But, yeah, you know. all right. I'm, I'm fine with that. But I'm, I, I actually think... If we do the experiment, it would be better to do it with somebody else. So, like, when we go to something, Wild Wednesday, and we look completely hagged out, yeah. we can be just like, 
We're in the middle of the experience. Right, right. Experiment. Yeah, no, no. I, I think so. We'll time it. Yeah. We'll do a, a double. We'll yeah. double it up, but we just need to make sure that we pick the right like time this. with it. So I we'll like, do that. I, I'm down And for we that. will find out what happens. And maybe this will just be like, hey, this solves the hair problem. Yeah. The only thing I do wonder, though, is so you rinse the hair and you let it and it gets back to whatever, but. Does your hair smell good at that point? Because it just smells like you smell. They, they, yes. And, and I'll send you the did article. Did you sniff? I, did you sniff the actress's hair? She, uh, she smells fantastic all the time. <laughs> no, I, uh, this is a joke I make all the time. You smell fantastic. Here's a joke I will make all the time. All right. Because I meet, I meet these, these actor people. Yes, you do. All the time. Yes. One thing I will say. They, as a general rule, yes. they smell fantastic always. <laughs> Guys and girls, you're like, I don't, because I, you know, I hang out with a lot of programmers, and I never, it's a neutral. I never, occasionally, you see like some guy at PAX where you're like, oh, it kind of smells. Right, like, right. You actually yeah, smell there's a stink, body odor. There's a but mostly, it's just a neutral. You don't smell like anything. So they I, always I, smell like you smell like like uh um uh what is I the. See. Uh, vanilla. You're like, oh, and, so, and it's not like they smell like perfume, but they, they're just good. I mean, because they're right, right. working with people, yeah. all, they have yeah. to figure that shit out. Okay. I don't even think they intentionally do it. It's like, to be successful at acting, you so are do, a person yeah. who is nice to be around in all yeah. weird ways. So do you and think so, it's something like, if programmers had to like French kiss each other as part of their job, like actors do, we would all smell good? I think if we all pair programmed. Right. Hygiene would ju- we would be right, everyone right. would go. Programmers just are like they're so together. Okay. Like they just they look. But for great. some they reason, great. anytime I try to talk to a programmer, they always kind of stand next to me and face the same direction. I don't understand. <laughs> like I don't understand yeah. what's going on. It's really weird. Like I wish they would face me. And it's like, yeah. but that's just not something programmers do. They just don't ever face you. Yeah. Uh, so okay, uh, putting putting that aside. Yes. For a second. Hmm. Um. I feel like I had a second thing that I wanted to talk about that has now that we've spent twenty minutes talking about, about this, my champagne. You've lost thing, it. I have lost. Well, here I'll start talking and see if it remembers because okay. once I start talking about something else, okay. it'll come in. Okay. Well, that was and that was we were on the way to Nebraska. Yes, we were. Um, we yes, went we there were. for a wedding, yep. and we were there over the Fourth of July. That's right. And I had never done fireworks before. That's I never true. lived in yes. a state where fireworks Works were legal. Were legal. Yes. And I tweeted about this. So most. Oh, of you the, did. Okay. Most of the fans of the Jeff and Casey show, like the hardcore, oh, the hardcore fans of the Jeff and Casey right. show, were following your exploits, unbeknownst to you. Oh, so you had pictures up there and everything. There is like, for example, there was a picture of you kneeling down, lighting a firework. While other fireworks were literally going off like five feet from your face. Well, I was trying to do like having some because like you'd light them one at a time. It's like boom, yeah, and then it's like fuss, fuss, right. fuss, fuss, yeah. fuss. Yeah. Ten seconds, boom. So yeah. I was trying to like get some pipelining. Yeah. Oh, I know on. what you were trying. And that to do. that's the one that made my ears ring. Yeah. For about an hour because. Yeah. I put in one of the, like, grenade – like, they have these ones that are kind of grenades. You drop into a tube and you light. They The first stage shoots them way up. Right. And then they start falling for about 10 feet and then they completely right. explode. Right. And so I set one of those off and I was trying to set off this low one. So we have a high and a low. And I do that and then I, I was fussing with the lighter and I couldn't get it lit. And then that one went off, the launcher – and oh man, that was really loud. Yeah, so that I, was I knew I made a big mistake. I feel like 
the no no we didn't have any too big a mishap you didn't have too much next time i'm buying safety goggles yeah. for you no, i did get hit in time. the neck yes and if that had been your eye you would be blind yeah. so next time we're getting safety goggles if you do it again for yeah. you ginger i made ginger's um, ears ring accidentally she yeah got, you did i was throwing firecrackers and, yeah you and were she was sweeping and we were too close yeah I think you that's sh- better now. I got mad at you for that. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so the other thing I was going to say, though, is um, I feel like we could probably solve some of the safety issue as well. Oddly enough, in that way that a sharper knife in the kitchen leads to less cutting, not more. You would oh, think a dull knife would right. be less likely to cut you, but the opposite is true because right. you start cranking down on the vegetable because you can't fucking cut it with your dull-ass so knife. I, I could have bam. bigger fireworks. Well, it's not the size of the fireworks I was going to talk about. What I was going to say is if you ha- – like the lighters are too wussy. They don't fucking get yeah. a big-ass flame out there. If we had some kind of big-ass torch thing. Yeah, that stayed lit right? with just a small yeah, flame. Yeah, and it was like yeah. a big-ass thing that was like this is a serious flame that will light the, the wick n- on fire right away. Yeah. would actually be safer than the, the dinky little uh, uh, grill lighter yeah. thing that we had. Yeah, I would say that's true because – Especially when I was getting burning, we, we were all done, and then we had some firecrackers left yeah. over, and I didn't want to store them, so I was like, let's light all these off. Yeah. Lighting those, you're holding them in your hand while you're lighting, yeah. or on the ground. Yeah. Both times were, all of those seemed ten times more dangerous to me yeah. than anything else, because yeah. that's the one that hit me in the neck, is it blew up on the ground and shot a little piece of gravel and hit yeah. me. Um, all of that stuff, like if you could just light yeah. them all instantly, it would have been yeah. really safer. Yeah, you're right. Maybe so a cooking what, torch. So we need like we need to, to up our game there, and we also yeah. need you to have some safety goggles. Um, yeah, we had a lot of good action. Yeah. Um, but uh, what I was going to say about that is, on the way there, we got you and I got a present. We yeah. did. We we basically were the recipients of someone else's, I dare say, grave misfortune yes. that befell them. We we sort of had a a karmic Schadenfreude where yeah. we we got to bask in the glory of someone else's mistake. Yes, and that is, they uh, got off the plane and did not bring the book they were reading with them. Yes. And they left that book for us to yes. discover. Yes. And the, now these people, I think it is probably safe to say, are connoisseurs That's right. of fine literature. They right. were selecting from... I mean, I want to say they probably had, you know, they've, they'd gone through the Pulitzer Prize winners that year. Right. Right. Done those. Done those. Right. They had probably looked at the the, uh, Nobel Prize for fiction. They Mm -hmm. probably, you know, kind of went through those. And then they were like, well, I need something to read on the plane. That will stimulate my intellect. That will stimulate my intellect and continue that trend Mm -hmm. of deep, insightful reading, which led them to select James Patterson's ghost-written novel, Zoo. 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 It's called Zoo. So let, 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 let me just... Say one thing. I didn't know. So here's a picture of James Patterson. Yeah. Um, he apparently, I'll, I'll pull this page here. I didn't really know the James Patterson thing. I've never read anything by him. Yes. Um, he is just kind of a brand. Yeah. So if I'm not mistaken, and this is something that actually, this would be a good Sean links if we still had Sean mm. links, because. I believe, if I'm not very much in error, that like James Patterson is actually the best-selling author of all time. Oh, Meaning okay. if you add up all the books that have been purchased for under a single author's 
banner, marquee, if you will. Right. He is number one. Like, more than Tolkien, more than Rowling, more than any of the people who have done the classic series well, that you remember, more than Dan Brown, all of that stuff. And it was just like, it's because he shits out a thousand books a day. Well, all I'll say is, like, at the end of the book here, there are, it says, books by... Yeah. James Patterson. And to be clear, when I say he shits them out, he actually has, he's like, who was it, Monet or somebody? Whoever, was it Monet who had like the stable of painters oh, who painted shit out? under him? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Art history people will know. But he's like that for books. He just has writers and, who sit around writing shit that he tells them to write, I guess. And I, I had heard that name, but he really, I only knew when I looked at these books, the only thing I knew is like the Alex Cross uh, character. I don't even know that. But, okay. but like, this is his character, apparently, that, that like, was the one that kind of caught on. Okay. And so I'd assume that he probably wrote the first one or the first couple, the one that kind of made his name. Yeah, at some point he but had But even to then, it's like, writing. here's the lit. Cross my heart. Alex Cross run. Merry Christmas, Alex Cross. Kill Alex Cross. Crossfire. I, Alex Cross. <laughs> Cross's trial. Cross country. Double cross. Cross. <laughs> Mary, Mary, London Bridges, Big Bad Wolf, Four Blind Mice, Violets Are Blue, this is amazing. Roses Are Red, Pop Goes the Weasel, Cat and Mouse, <laughs> Jack and Jill, Kiss the Girls, and Along Came a Spider. That's just with that character. Hey, man. Now, that's only – now, look, that's, that's yeah, much of the page. Right. We haven't even got to the Woman's Murder Club, which there's 50. What? And then there's um, – What does that even mean? The Woman's Murder Club? Yeah, and then there's one featuring Michael Bennett, who is another of his characters. Then there's – uh, this is amazing. Then there's uh, the private novels, Private Berlin, Private London, Private Games, Private Number One, Private. I like there's always one that's cross. And then, but then there's these reader. Oh my God, I've never seen this page. You just spun it around. That's like two whole pages of tiny two print. Two whole pages. After and, the first page of and tiny then, print. So we have the sections are featuring Alex Cross. Yeah. The Woman's, Women's Murder Club, which apparently is the most, his popular series right now. Wow. Then there's books featuring Michael Bennett. Then there's the private novels. Then there's the readers of all ages, which is a shit ton of them. Yeah, that's a crazy. There's at least like, as many on there as there were on the previous. There's one. a bunch of Daniel X's. Um, then there's just other books and other books. Yeah, just is keeps on all going. All of that, yeah. and, and that's where Zoo is. All right, Zoo's in there. So Zoo. So if I'm reading you correctly, if I, if I understand correctly, yes, Zoo is not featuring any recurring characters no. yet. Now, one, no. of the, one of the exhilarating characters in this book could maybe, maybe go on to be a be recurring famous. character. So let but me let's just be clear. say, I, so, I got the book. But hold on a second. Yeah. So just so we're clear on this. So this is this book, as far as I can tell from the, from the cover, yes. is not in any way actually written by James Patterson. It is a book that James Patterson's name has been stamped on, and I, maybe if we're lucky, James Patterson... Gave the elevator pitch to his underling. Yes. Who is who? Who is the underling? Michael Ledgewidge. Michael Ledgewidge, who actually wrote the book, the book, as far as we can tell. So here's what I'll say. Yeah. So I, we were laughing at this book. Yes. And I read almost the whole book on yeah. the flight from yeah. Minneapolis. You, a, and, you engaged a, your speed, 90, I, speed page. Yeah. I got into it yeah. and read it. I will say I have never and, – and we made fun of the other book I read. We did. That train book. Yes, we did. This is the worst book. I've ever in terms of just <laughs> writing, yeah, like concept, whatever. Right. The actual, uh, the tactical writing from yes. page to page, yes, 
is is the worst I've ever seen. Yes. Not only terrible, yeah. the chapters are generally a page and a half. Yeah, they're really like, short. They're ridiculously short. And this is a paperback. This is not the hardcover. Yeah. They are a page of like paperback text. So I, I mark some, but I want to just say one thing. So the cover says zoo, and there's a lion um, kind of by a – I guess that – is that Big Ben? Here, it's me, a clock of some kind. Let me see. It's like there's a lion in the city. So yeah, that that's not Big Ben – there's just a lion on top of a generic-looking like tower. A classical architecture building, and there okay. is a clock on it. It's not even a clock tower. There's just a clock on the building. So underneath the zoo, underneath the lion, there's the big word zoo, yep. bloody zoo, and then yep. a ripped hole, like something scratched through yeah. it. And in that, it, 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 it cuts through to the page underneath, yes, which is does. all in red, and it yeah. says, People around the world are panicking. Yes. And then you open it, Yes. and it says... And this time, it's not zombies. Which I think is so, it's worth mentioning because a lot of times these days it is zombies. No, no, it That's is zombies. It is zombies. And this time, I it's just, important it, to know it's not zombies this time. I just – there's a lion on the cover. Right. So I'm, I'm not originally thinking zombies But it could have been a zombie lion. It could have been and a zombie lion. And what they want you well, to know now, is it's not a zombie lion or is it? Now, it opens the second page as some, like, acclaim well, for Zoo. Yeah, can we talk about the acclaim for Zoo? Because the interesting thing about this book is no one should ever have acclaimed it for anything. No, no, for no. For any reason. So who is acclaiming Zoo and why? Um, I mean, some of these are you're, – you're getting you're, – you're having to work to find the good things. I absolutely devoured this book, no pun intended. This was a <laughs> book I could not put down. I couldn't put it down either, which but is it was true. for another reason. Which could right. be true, yeah. Patterson poses some really poignant and timely statements and ideas and really makes you think about what would really happen to society if this were to really come true. She used really three times in her sentence. Who is this? Um, this is just just a little lost. Little. You know like when you say little buddies? What? Justalittlelost.com. It what? reviewed the book. Well, I've never even heard of it. It's a claim. Crazy. Give me that. It's a claim. see that book. It's a claim. Are they all that? I'm not oh, like. My, oh, my God. They're all so dot they coms. So they only have – one of them is a blog spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, to get the acclaim for this the, book. Okay. All right. This is amazing. So the acclaims for this book, yeah. there are four of them. Yes. And they are all from to- – I'm sorry, five of them. They are all from sites you have never heard yeah. of. DeadTreesAndSilverScreens.com, MotherHoot.com, AlwaysWithABook.Blogspot.com, JustAlittleLost.com, and Examiner.com. To get to the other acclaims, New York Times, Larry King, Chicago Sun-Times, they switch to Raves for James Patterson. Yeah, they're like, so they go, we're not- we know there was a book sometime that he wrote a long time ago that we can actually well, get. So let's just have those raves. out there. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it's amazing. Oh, oh uh, Okay. So the prologue title is called It's All Happening at the Zoo. So here's something. So, so can, can we talk about something just briefly? Yeah. So one thing that I don't understand at all in fiction books yes. is what is a prologue? I mean, like, I know what it is. <laughs> yes. I mean, right? Like, I've written books now, so right. I understand. It's not like I'm ignorant of I what a prologue is. I can tell you is. what it is. But it's like, when you think about it, it's like, this is a fiction book. There are a number of scenes that we are going to show you yes. that tell you the story of this book. What makes the first one a pro? Why is it a prologue? I can explain this for okay. you. They use zero-based numbering, too. They just, <laughs> instead of use the word zero, they use prologue. 
Because it is. It's chapter zero. That's like, I don't know how I would sit down and go, okay, now once in a great while. Generally, let me say what a pro, I mean, what I understand a prologue to be okay. in a book is a prologue is something you'd show that the main character that you'd normally introduce in the first paragraph of the book right. comes in the next chapter. So yeah. the prologue saying, don't pay attention too much. This is just setting some shit up. The real shit's going to happen in a chapter. And see, that to me just smacks of amateurism. Yeah. It's like the first scene is the first scene. Yeah. You can't tell me it's not the first scene. Sorry, but, but okay, so okay. there's times when I, when I do think a prologue works, which is when it's fake. So, like, for example, if the princess bride wants to claim that it's a prologue when the dude is talking about how he went and got the book that he's about to translate for you or whatever the fuck, that makes sense. Like, yes. that's a smart, right? So once in a while, a prologue makes sense. But the times when it's just like the prologue is the first chapter of the book, you're just like, why? Yeah. Why is it a prologue? Well, I mean, here's – we're not uh, – structurally – all right. This is not Michael's strong suit. I mean, okay. look, there's chapter two. I can hold it up. <laughs> it's just one and a half pages. Yeah. Now, it is spectacularly poorly written. Right. Yeah, it was. Um, and, and so the point of this book is that something is making animals go crazy. Right. And attacking the humans. Right. Um, okay. So, and, and. So, which makes it. And it this, the, 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 the hero of the book is someone who is realizing this is happening, and no one believes him. Oh, no one you know believes that situation? him. Now, here's the thing, Jeff. Yes. I feel like there is a very closely related book to this that is, like, where Jeff Roberts is the hero. And that is that, like, something is making the animals in the world behave like right. humans. Like, they're going into the bank and trying to open is, an account. There is or they're, that. like, ordering a smoothie or whatever. And you're the only person who thinks it's awesome. That's the, like, that's the book about you. It'd be called, like, Zoo! Exclamation point, right? And it'd be, like... Something is making what? What is the front of that say again? Uh, uh, the the front, the very front. Something where, is making. Where are you talking? Oh, people. People are in the world are panicking. Okay, so it's like people of the world just don't understand. Yeah. And you open it up and like, and this time it's not a monkey on a Segway right. or whatever, right? Like it's <laughs> right. like that. That would be your book. That would be my book. So anyway, I, continue, I actually sorry thought about you. that. So okay. Um, uh, the 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 hero goes around and 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 he's been tracking the fact that all these animals are attacking. Right. Now, uh, he's tracking these because they're vicious animal attacks. Right, yes. That are on the news and everything. He's just the only person that puts it together. And so he, <laughs> he, has, a, he has an office with lots of TVs. He does. And then he's watching TV and then right. he's taking notes and he's talking. So it's like Sports Center. And he's, he's got, like he's writing feeds. notes he's and he's feeds. like figuring this shit out when nobody else is putting it all together. And he calls this problem, this worldwide systemic problem, hack. Okay. Hack. Human animal conflict, Casey. Okay. And so he's because just. Because, you know, humans and animals haven't exactly been in conflict before. No. It's not like our whole fucking history has been a conflict with animals until we fucking won. So, but here's the thing, Casey. Yeah. We need to early on establish the fact that he isn't just some guy that hates animals, right? No. So it, he has this one little bit. He's like, I sat up when, At when Attila knocked my earbuds out. All right. Yo, Attila, I said. Yo. My, 
My roommate held out his hand for a high five. I gave it to him. All right. Look at this craziness. Every time I think things are going to calm down, the activity doubles. Sarah won't even call me back. Boy who cried wolf, I feel your pain. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I do. Rot, 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 says Attila. <laughs> he then made a few panting hoops and scrambled into my lap and gave me a sloppy kiss and a hairy-armed hug. Oh. Attila, by the way, is a chimpanzee. Well, it makes that, a lot more sense now. My favorite sentence in the book is Attila, comma, by the way, comma, is a chimpanzee. That's, That's actually not my favorite four. sentence of that passage. My favorite one is the high five. I gave it to him. I Say, gave it to him. Do that one uh-huh. again. I didn't. I didn't I, I, my roommate held out his hand for a high five. I gave, I gave it, it to, to him. him. I didn't leave him hanging. No, yeah, because that's that is what established it. You know how they have the screenwriting rules that you talked about before. The the save the yeah. cat established the, that the hero is a good guy by having him save, save the, cat. the cat. It's like, what kind of hero denies a chimp a low five? Right? What? You give that chimp a, a low five because that's how we know you are a hero. You are a good person at that's heart. Right. You don't leave a chimp hanging. Well, in the very next chapter, Pun after intended. he explained that he is a chimpanzee, that's okay. the that's the hanging Attila is the chimpanzee. that's the hanging sentence in chapter four. Now, is the main character a chimpanzee? No, the main character is, is just a regular dude. Is a guy named Oz. Oz. So Oz Uzi. and the chimp. Yep. Oz which would have been a better name for this mm-hmm. novel, by the way. Oz. Well, and the interestingly, chimp. if it was a sitcom, that's what it'd be called. So it 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 now goes into the like okay now we've established some of the characters. Yeah. And you think, by the way, when I'm reading about this and his pet, whatever. I'm thinking this is like establishing this. Oz ends up being a really important part at the end of the book, which is You mean Attila. Attila, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. For breakfast I gave him a mango, mm. a stack of fig newtons, All right. w- which he went ape over. And half a le- leftover turkey club. What? Today's featured dessert was applesauce mixed up with crushed up Zoloft. That's I- I- right. I'm sorry, the de- the antidepressant? Yeah. That's right, Zoloft. Even apes need happy worlds in our crazy world, but maybe just the ones who live in New York City. That's that's what Okay, so basically the the chimpanzee is like Oh my god. Oh, I forgot this part. The chimpanzee uh, Attila plays Wii and he can what? kick my ass in bowling. That's what it says. <laughs> I don't even know. Okay. All right, that's fine. Yeah. That's All right. Good. That's totally good. Does that um, come back in the end where, like, there's a, a thing where, like, the chimp has to save the day by bowling a perfect 10, and he does? <laughs> no, that doesn't, but um, the, the we is never mentioned again. Although, so the point of this, all of this, is that something's happening to the animals, and they're, and they're going crazy, and they're attacking humans specifically. They're not attacking. They're not just becoming violent animals yeah. and attacking everything in sight. Yeah. They're seeking out humans, Casey. Okay. And they want to kill humans more than anything. Okay. Um, now, animals can't usually super differentiate that way. Like they don't necessarily know. That's why it's so crazy, and that's why nobody believes Oz. But Casey. that's why it's hack. That's, that's why this shit is hack because. This is a kind of situation that only someone with a lot of TVs and note-taking can figure out because otherwise people would just be like, oh, those lions are just crazy. crazy again like they are. Now, I have a question. Yes. I'd like to pose a question at this point. So, lions. Well, we're going to have to be – let's just right quick. There's going to be some spoilers for this. So, the people who are going to go oh, out fuck. by zoo, you probably should just pause this. How did we not say that? You already this. spoiled it. Like so – 
Basically, Attila. you ruined the first three chapters when they don't know Attila is a chimp. Yeah, I, I, I did, totally I did that ruin shit. the first three go, and a half dude. pages. Way to go, slash dude. Spoiler alert. Maybe All we'll right. try to put that. Maybe the, the title earlier. of this will be spoiler alert. Zoo. So that they don't yes. accidentally get okay. mixed up here and ruined it before them. Now, right. Sorry to interrupt I, I, well, The thing that I wanted to ask at this point, because I think mm-hmm. it's germane, is the person who wrote this book... Which ostensibly is James Patterson, but I think we yes. both know has nothing to do with James Patterson. Right. The person who wrote this book is aware, right, that lions would normally attack humans. Like, that's actually not an unusual circumstance. Well, now, interestingly, Casey, he addresses these situations. Yeah, so how does he address that exactly? Well, he addresses it by – he talks about uh, the important thing. And in fact, I'm on that page. Because just so that we're all on the same metaphoric page as well as literal page, I'm just trying to point out the fact that – you have to keep lions in like a cage and shit, otherwise they would eat humans. Right. So w- the, books, the book starts with two lions escaping from a zoo and eating the caretaker. Okay. And uh, uh, they went right for the caretaker, did they? Now, now zoos in captivity uh-huh. apparently do not attack because they get food every because day. Because they get right? food these way. We okay. talked about this with the sharks. Right. Like yeah. they just don't give a shit if there's food just given to yeah. them. Like. It's too much work. Like, why bother? Well, that was you projecting a bunch of shit on the sharks that we don't know. Well, that's what they said. But yes, they said, like, hey, we don't, they they don't attack. They don't even eat the other fish. You know, the shark sat across from me on the therapist table, and we were like, you just just don't seem to have that same zest for life. And he was like, oh, I just get fed every day. What's the point? What's the point in all this, Jeff? And it was like, oh, yeah, it's like, because, you know, I just don't feel like, I want to feel like I'm making a difference in the world. And I feel like just eating this chum that comes down from the top, it's like, does everything just mount up from heaven? Just... Is that what it's all about? <laughs> I feel like my ancestors had to work for their food. I don't feel like I'm in touch with my species. Well, listen. All right. In the in in the ones that got out, yeah, um, they did attack the the caretaker, caretaker who's yeah. carrying in food, and they did not eat the food. No, they just they attacked the, the human. Food. They really didn't even eat a lot of the human. Yeah, and that's curious. It's curious, and everyone indeed. else just thought it's a random lion attack. Yeah, but I don't think so. But he didn't. Do, think you know so. why, Jeff? Because it doesn't add up. It, it doesn't, doesn't add, add up. up, Jeff. So he goes to Africa. Yeah. To find out with a friend of his and see some of these lion behaviors wait, in Africa. Wait, what? He flies to Africa. But why would the why would Africa? I don't understand. Because there are uh, reports of more and more lion attacks in this in, African country. Okay. So he flies to Africa to see for himself. All right. And he is set upon immediately by lions. Oh. oh. And what? Oh, they, so he like walks off the plane. And lions are just there. They, they're like, they the get lions, off the plane. Okay. They get into a jeep, and they're almost immediately set upon okay. by lions. Okay, all right. The jeep. I see. Now, the things that are unusual about the lions attacking the humans yes. is all the males. Yeah. Many males, 50 or 60 male lions, okay. are attacking, and that is unseen behavior before. Right, male lions, lions do not hang with male lions. They right. kill each other. Yes. And not only that, but male lions are like male humans in that given left to their own devices, they don't do anything. They That's just sit right. around they and watch around females and, all day. That's right. And they is, talk yeah. about the fact of where they don't see the female lions anywhere. They're missing. But the males are, where are hunting the together. Lions? Where are the female lions? We don't Jeff? know where the lions so are here's at this what, point. You know what? Here's the thing. I can already answer the question for... Oz? Okay. I can already answer the question for Oz and Attila. All right. Attila I feel did like come. I feel like if I am a male lion and all the ladies are gone, I'm going to be all hot and bothered as well. Of course I'm going to go around attacking things randomly. It's yeah. like 
where are all the lion women at, right? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So well, this is just a giant problem of blue balls. This is a lion blue balls problem well, that's gotten out of hand, Jeff. Here's, here's this one I, I cut out. This, I mean, I, I flagged this. You flagged this one. This good, paragraph because it's a well. It's a, right. it's an amazing. Cuts to the heart of the matter. Um, no, it? no, it doesn't cut to the heart of that matter. Right. But it, it, it's an, it's a great bit of writing. Okay. All yeah. right. So he's looking at a video of all the male lions that set upon him and attacked him. Okay. So someone was videotaping this. He was videotaping it. Yeah, he was videotaping it. Yes. Okay. And he had to drop in the camera and run. Well, then and how do you get the tape? He's retrieved it and he's he watching. He retrieved it. the tape. Yes. He's like, we got to get that tape back. The footage was incendiary. Incendiary, so it lit on fire. The footage had the power to change the conversation. This was a cute story to tell at a Molotov cocktail party. A Molotov cocktail party. Molotov cocktail party. He's taken the Molotov cocktail. Yes. And then he's put another word. So cocktail party goes together. And so does – see, that Casey is, is writing. Right so there. here's what, what I, w- I he's done something there that's pretty amazing. So here's what I will say, mm-hmm. giving giving him full credit for this uh, breathtaking passage, is you'll notice he kept his metaphor straight though. It was incendiary footage. Oh, that's a good point. And it is at a Molotov cocktail party. So I feel like, if I may, he is he is a on the rail. He is staying on the rails. I'm telling you, it's a great bit of writing. What I'm... happens after that, though? What's what's the next sentence? Well, then he goes on. Oh, he he futzes with the scientists, and then he no. Has... What's what is literally the next sentence after? This is a cute story at a Molotov cocktail party. The scientific community wouldn't be able to wrap their minds around this footage. He's used this footage three times yeah, in the sentence. Yeah, keep going. Period. Or be able to explain it. Okay. It wouldn't just be the scientists either, I thought. My <laughs> ears were turning in double time now. The world would have his, to wait, listen. His ears were turning? His, my gears were turning. Gears were Okay. So basically, he only was able to hold it up for two sentences, though. He immediately... Because the right thing to say, if, you're in, if it's incendiary footage, you would say this would light the scientific community on, on fire. fire. <laughs> right? It's like, you wouldn't be like, they won't wrap their heads around it. Like, if anything, you'd say... They would not be able to extinguish it. Like right. they, they, they he totally loses this it. Idea. I knew. I was like, this guy. It's a mistake. I was surprised that he was able to hold it for two sentences. So I was thinking it must go off the rails immediately thereafter, and it did. So I'm happy about that because I didn't want to have to give him full credit, and I don't. Well, so then, this is this. I I marked this page because it makes no sense in the reality of the book. Okay. And it's never referred to again. Oh, okay. Um. Wait. Let's see. I. I. They. They're sleeping. Who's sleeping? Attila him and, and Oz. Him, no. No. Oz and this girl he picked up. This French girl he picked up over the lions. Okay. So Oz and the French girl were in the jeep together with yeah. the lions. Uh. No. He finds her being attacked by alligators. <laughs> Coincidentally, alligators are not affected by this drug. Only mammals. <laughs> So the alligators were just having to be attacking her by accident. Wait, what? She was, she was running, if I remember, from hippos. Okay, and please then, tell me you have misremembered at least no, one of these things. No. This is amazing, Jeff. He's running from the lions. Okay. Trying to get back to civilization. All right. So he has no water. Okay. He happens upon a French girl on the middle okay. of a, a, in the middle of a uh, river. Okay. Let me tell you the whole thing because yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because this is amazing. She's on the rock on a river and, okay. and alligators are coming towards her. Okay. Now, at this time, he doesn't know that alligators, that reptiles are not affected. Okay. Because it's only mammals. Yeah. 
or maybe he didn't remember this, and yeah. he's like, he thinks they are yeah. at this point. So he's like, oh, I've got to – and he yells at the alligator. Okay. And he has one shot, and he shoots and misses. The alligator's going to eat the girls. Okay. So he decides, i got to do something. Wait, he has one shot, he shoots and misses at what? He can't hit He's, all the alligators. He was trying him. to just shoot one of the alligators, and he was not Why? able to do what it. Why? What is one well, alligator? One alligator less to deal with than two. But hold on. It, we haven't got to the... Wait, there's, so there's two total alligators. There's a whole shit ton, but there's two... There's a shit are, ton of alligators. Two are swimming directly towards her. And she is whimpering because she's been missing for two days on the run from all the animal uh, conflict. Okay, so if I have you correct yes. here, what you are saying is there was a French girl. Yes. She is in Africa for some reason. Yes, she's a uh, biologist or something. Okay, so she is in Africa studying nature somewhere. With a whole bunch of other people. A squad of hippos advances. Kills everyone else. Kills everyone else. Yes. They just go hippo on the whole yep, village. That's true. The French girl runs away. She gets out. She somehow. gets out. She is faster than the hippo. She is a yeah. live French girl. Yes. Something she's happens. Beats feet. Right. And she's on the ro- and she doesn't know where she is. But the for hippo two days, stampede for two days. So she's like right. she's on the run. She ends up perhaps the way because as we all know, hippos will never go in water. No. Right. So she runs into the water to get free yes. from the hippos. Ends up standing on a rock. Yes. Now, alligators, sensing her precarious position, decide it is time to move in for a snack. For exactly. a French snack. For That's brie right. and mm-hmm. cracker and a baguette. Right. This guy comes upon the scene. He has one shot he, left in a what? In right. A, and he's been on. He's, in a pistol? In a he's rifle? Been, he's been on the run for about a day from the lions. Okay. He's and out he has, of water, right? I missed he's that. Out part. Water, he's so out of water. He's out of water. Dehydrated, whatever. Okay. But he, he has a gun. He has a gun. A pistol, rifle. What are you talking about? He's like, about? I'm just trying to do something. And, and he All wanted, right. he thought maybe he'd scare him off or whatever. Okay. He takes a shot, misses. Right. He's like, oh, fuck, what do I do? Right. And then he realizes. He has a brainstorm. He just passed. Um, I don't know what they're called. Okay. But it's when the huge, like, acres of ants. Oh. Uh, you know oh, that, yeah, that just yeah, yeah, go, yeah. go through African the red brain, ants, the the that, fire just, ants or whatever, and like hey, if they happen upon anything, they just, just eat it. strip yeah. it down to bones yeah. in minutes, yeah. and then he remembers he passed a big scene of these ants. All right, and in the middle of that ants was like a water buffalo or or a, a or a gazelle or something that the ants were going to town on. All right, so he without fear for himself, Casey. He runs into the ants. What? Grabs the gazelle, and he's running, and the ants are biting him and going in his mouth, and he's, like, coughing out ants. But he gets, and he throws that in the water, and the alligators go eat the gazelle, and then he's like, swim! And then she swims to him. Now, hold on. Yeah, and he's got bites all over him. Hold on for just one second. Oh, wait, one second. She comes out of the water... Going, thank you, you saved me. He is freaking out of the ants. He's getting them all off. Yeah. He undresses and he realizes that he is naked before her when he finally comes to his senses and right. has killed all the ants that are on him. Right. He realizes and becomes embarrassed and pulls his pants up. But and he realizes he's shown her the goods. So hold on a second. Yeah. I have a slight issue with this. How long... 
has the French girl been standing on the rock in the middle of the lake? We don't know how long she's been. He just happens upon her. I don't know how long she was on that rock. So, like, the alligators are, like, leisurely alligators. They have been waiting yeah. for a while well, maybe to eat Or her. she tried to cross and then got stuck on the... But I'm just saying, yeah. they've been waiting for a while, and now they are not in a particular hurry, so it'd be fine if he takes 15 minutes to run back to wherever this gazelle was. Oh, it was right next door. Forward. He did it. Just, he could just, he's just running. But what were the alligators doing? What were the they alligators doing? They were still doing? advancing. They're just kind of slowly, you know, they're, they're like, thinking I don't about know it. about this. I don't like French food. Yeah. This freedom fries. So, as you can imagine, this is a bonding situation. Yes. With the girl. Right. Um, and they, they, they realize, I mean, she's seen him naked. Like, they've seen all, they yeah. already know a lot about each right. other. Like, this is a jump-started relationship. Right. So, does he have to be like, these are fire ants, not pubic lice? He's like, I just yeah. want to let you know, I am <laughs> not, fine. my hygiene is not as bad as it appears. But let's be honest, honey, You're you've been on the so run for, for two days. So, it's not like we're going to be nitpicking here about who didn't wash the hair. And, and as we now, now know, your hair could actually look fabulous if you've been on the run for long enough. Now, if here's, you haven't an, important, it in here's an important thing that the writer does okay that he's a little mistake oh is that he is having girlfriend problems back in new york the writer does no no the the oh, oz, oz makes uh, mistakes oz. not the writer the hero no 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 the, this is a writing this is a what i felt was a okay a was a strategic mistake, error a strategic error now now it's interesting that you could even discern strategic errors from intentional things in this particular book yeah, but yeah. okay so he leaves uh, he is having problems with his girlfriend he is. because she is not. Uh, he's flighty and he's late all the time. And right. Like, he's always talking about this hack shit. And yeah. She's like, it's either me or the hack, right? Like right. he's saying all this shit, right. and he's like, you're making my friends nervous with all your crazy talk. Yeah. And she's like, I just can't do this more. We're, we need, we're we done. Need, we we really just need to break up. Okay. And he says, okay, I'm sorry, but can you please watch Attila? While I go to Africa. What? You now, never leave the pets with the ex-girlfriend. You never leave the pets with the ex-girlfriend. Never leave the pets with the ex-girlfriend. Now, let me just what say one thing. you? Because here's the thing, he, Jeff. Jeff, I bet at least once Attila went in for the low five and she didn't give it to him. Yep. I she's, bet she has hung him out to dry. She's not a fan of Attila anyway. She's like, he's stinky. Yeah. But she still does it. Now, here's the strategic error in my opinion. All right. Both... In the nature of the character and in what the reader is supposed to feel about the hero of the character. Oz. Yes. And that is, he is a researcher who has come to believe that animals are randomly attacking humans and an escalating, he refers yeah. to it as an exponentially increasing. Right. And then you pointed out not what that means. it was just doubling. Yeah. So that's not exponential. It could be linear at that point. Yeah, we point. didn't know. We yeah. just, it was like, it's got to double again before, before we, we know it, it's exponential, uh, guys. Yes. So uh, he asks his girlfriend to watch Attila, yeah. who is a 4 foot 11, 150 pound male chimpanzee yeah. that lives in his apartment. Yeah. So he says that and leaves. I'm immediately already, and I am not an expert in hack, Casey. Okay, but you're sort of becoming so over the course of this book. I mean, you're I learning. Am, I am scared for his girlfriend. And as you'd expect, while he's off gallivanting with the fire ants and the French girl, yes. Attila eats his girlfriend. Sweet. Kills 
and eats her. Yeah. There is even a a hint of some sexual behavior that may have occurred. Right, yeah. I while I'm reading this, I'm like I I'm laughing all the way reading through this book. Yes. But even then, I'm like, what a fucking asshole. Like, right? right, right? You're like, you believe in the reality of this book. You believe animals are doing this. And you sent your ex-girlfriend to check on this dangerous fucking animal that you couldn't even put, that you shouldn't even have in an apartment complex, to be clear. He lives in a walk-up in Brooklyn. And he's got this fucking monkey. Well, right? here's what I'll say about that. First of all, so, I mean... So you see why I'm like... I think it's bad for the character because it makes him look like an asshole. I think it's bad for the nature of the book because it makes you think, well, is he or is he not an expert in this? I think it's bad for both what the reader is supposed to feel because I think he's an asshole. So so I think you may be misunderstanding. One of the most important things to understand when writing anything yes. is who you are writing it to. All right. right? I mean, you can't send... You know, the same letter that you would write to your fiancé, to the power company. Right? Yeah. It's not, right? It's like the right. audience, the person receiving the verbiage that you put down on paper is is very important part of that All you right. know, sort of two-sided process. It's dialogue in some All right. sense, right? It's a dialogue where only one side is talking. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You couldn't keep I it couldn't together. Keep together. Yeah, but you did pretty well. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, so I guess what I would say about that is I feel like this book in particular is aimed at a certain demogra- reading demographic that may not be interpreting things the same way you are, right? This is the Transformers kind of book where so it's mean, like... You, as soon as they referred to her as an ex-girlfriend, they're like, fucking bitch. Like that that's kind exa- of... exactly what I was going to say. What I was going to say is like, this is the part of the book where people who have recently broken up get to be like, yeah, the chimp ate the, the bitch or uh, whatever, right? And like, there's probably other scenes is in not- this book that are totally just like... The whatever, and then now there'll be like a remorse scene so that they can have that stage of grief as well. They're going to be like the different, this anger it and denial, be. and then, you know. It is, yeah. All I know okay. is I was reading this thing like, I, okay, there's a second love interest. That's, every book does that, like whatever. Right. Don't have your ex-girlfriend eaten. Have your landlady eaten. Like, you just right. don't do that if you want me to keep Oz in my corner here. Right. right. Well, maybe he's supposed to be a, a, a conflicted hero. Yeah, maybe he's supposed to be a ambiguous hero. You know, this is advanced uh, literature. Yeah, Jeff. that's true. You just want these things. The anti hero. I just want this in black and you, white. Okay, that's not yeah. the way the world works. Shades this of is gray. This is not zombies. Of, right. Okay, it you is not zebras. Zombies. There's gray. Right. It's not just that's black and point. white. It's not just black and white. Real hard hitting novels, Jeff, are not yeah. about something, they're not clear. There, it's about the ambiguity well, and richness of life, Jeff. Well, let's and sometimes talk. your fucking girlfriend gets eaten by a chimpanzee, right. and people need to understand that and internalize it. Yeah. Well, speaking of ambiguity, I'm going to read you a chapter, a little bit of a chapter that, as I said, just comes out of nowhere. Okay. And there's no further explanation no. for this. No. I'm just reading it. Yeah. So he is asleep. He is. And he says, "My eyes opened Uh-oh. to the sound of a bump." I threw back the sheet and was on my feet as the groaning hinges ripped free from the doorframe. The door exploded inward, Uh-oh. smashing against the floor. Oh, dear. An enormous shape filled the doorway. 
and then it didn't. There was movement in the room. Then another huge shape darpened the door for an instant and was gone inside the black room. Uh. Oz, are you there? Chloe sat up in bed, reached over to the bedside lamp, switched it on, and screamed. There were bears. <laughs> Two bears. Two massive fucking grizzly bears filled the room. Five feet from the bed. The two bears moved forward on stout, powerful legs, their fur rippling over their bodies in waves. Drool swung from their open mouth. Their beady black little eyes stared outwards, as blank and indifferent as death. I could not move. I'm it sorry. Was, as blank as death? As blank and in, as different as death. I could see death being categorized as indifferent, but not blank. blank? Well, I'm just saying. Just hold on. I could not move. It was as if my feet had been nailed down. There mm. was no thinking. That does sound like you can't move. No, no fight or flight. Even my lizard brain had checked out. Oh, reptilian. Bear one, one is capitalized. <laughs> bear, bear, bear one, this is bear yeah, two. Over. Bear, one, yep. bear one reared back on his hind legs and swiped at me with his paw. I tumbled backwards and felt bright, hot wetness I knew was blood on my cheek and neck. My hand flew to my face. Blood. Now, here's the thing. Wait, couldn't, wait. couldn't the bear have just been into some honey? I mean, wait, maybe, maybe it's not blood. Maybe we shouldn't. Shh, listen. All right. My hand flew to my face. Blood poured between my fingers, covering my face and stung my eyes. Oh. Then I awoke on my back in bed, screaming. My well, hand, this was a dream sequence. My hands were flailing at the empty air. Uh, I reached for my neck. a dream sequence. No blood, no pain. It took me a moment to realize Chloe was screaming, too. Beside me in bed. Wait, Receive what? les moi She yelled in the dark. I grabbed her shoulders. Get them off me! No, Chloe said, pushing me away. Her eyes were open, but still seeing her nightmare. It's okay, Chloe. It's a dream. It's a dream. Her lungs sucked at the air. I held her and felt her body slowly loosen. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Her Wait, we'll come back. Her lungs sucked at the air. That sucked at the air. I held her and felt her... It's not her, the only thing sucking at this point. I held her and felt her body slowly loosened. Oh. But it was so real. We were sleeping, and then the door broke down, and bears rushed in. Holy shit, we had the same fucking dream. I watched one of them kill you. What? I clicked on the, the other light. You dreamed about bears? Yes, they were huge. Two huge grizzly bears broke down the door. Bullshit! I hopped out of bed and, became, and began pacing. What is it? I had the same dream. Two grizzly bears knocked the door and came knocked the door down and came in. One of them ripped off my face. How is that possible? How is it possible we both had the same nightmare? I'd heard of mutual dreaming before. Oh, oh, he had, had he? I didn't realize he'd heard yeah. of this before. It's not so unusual now, is it? But I'd always been skeptical. Oh, he had, but not of hack. Never having experienced it. Nope. Only in the most extreme cases were there reports of people dreaming the exact same thing. Extreme... The the most extreme cases, Jeff. Yeah. They are extreme. Was it because we were exposed to the same stimuli? Could be. Or was it something else? Might have been. Did it have to do with hack? It could. Surely not. Mom oh, no, I'm sorry. It didn't. I, 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 yeah. I, I was trying to help you out there, but I guess I'd not. I guess it doesn't have to do with hack. Mon Dieu, Chloe said. Mon Dieu. What is this? I'm so scared, Oz. What is going on? What is happening to the world? A feeling like a vein of ice slipped from my toes to the top of my head. <laughs> slipped Slip. from your toes? Sliced. I'm sorry. Okay, sliced, I was going to say. Sliced from my toes to the top of my head. Okay. I don't know, I said, holding my head in my hands. End of chapter.
Now, when I read that, yeah. I'm like, whatever is affecting the animals is going to is starting to affect yeah. the humans. Yeah, yeah, no, never, never mentioned, again. mentioned, referenced. No mutual dreaming ever again. Well, but see, mutual dreaming happens in extreme cases, Jeff. It does. Just, I've heard about it before. And That's true. In extreme cases, it can happen. Now, I would like to ask a question about that particular chapter. So, under what circumstances would your lungs be sucking at other things besides the air? The air? That was very interesting. Lungs sucked, and they didn't suck in the air. They sucked at the air. So, sucking was directional in the direction of the air, which is all around us, but I guess just in case there was a something higher density air pocket, we aimed right at it or something like this. I maybe don't know. sucking is more than breathing. He's trying to say like how maybe. bad she's reading. Yeah, um, that's quality right so there. So now, I have a question. This is why. So at that point, when we both woke up, right, and Chloe's like, what "I fuck? was dreaming of bears yeah. too," and I'm like, "Holy shit!" I would have at least checked to right. see were the two bears in your dreams named bear, bear one, one and bear, bear two, two right or were they somehow yeah. like no it was carl and franz I'm like oh, oh phew, we didn't really God have the same dream yeah it was just a quick we had two separate dreams and we had two different sets of bears attacking us so uh this is a little section from right after he discovers he finally after all this time he goes home and he's like oh fuck my monkey Right. He goes my home. My my girlfriend. And then he stumbles upon this scene. Mm. I hardly noticed Chloe as I brushed past her in the hallway. Mm. I made it to the front door and Chloe grabbed my arm. What is it, Oz? What? Tell me. Tell me, please. What? I babbled. My, um, um, my girlfriend. She, oh. she balked, oh. scrunched up her face. Her face showed confusion with what? the possibility of anger in it. Mine's kind of showing that too right now. I thought she was your ex-girlfriend. She is now. <laughs> this is this is how oh, he responds man. to finding. She is now for finding the body. So she, he thinks. No, sar- sarcasm, just to be clear, just sarcasm be clear. was a good. Di- yeah, well, it's, it's the way to deal mechanism. with this. Yeah, yeah. And and here's him describing finding the body. It was a human body, most of one anyway. It was decomposing, and what looked like a partially eaten human body. I couldn't identify it by the face. The face was gone. Oh, and gone, so were it? the feet and hands. Yep. But there was long Close red the hair. Tasty spits. Red, red hair. Irish girl's hair. And the body was wearing hospital scrubs. That's how you know it was her. Right. And you're like, oh, he feels bad. And he's crying. And then he's like, she is now. Yep. That, that's like the movie. That's like in the trailer. Yeah. That's, that's that like Arnold it. Schwarzenegger says, like in the Terminator or something. It's like, you know, was that your girlfriend? Or was that, is that your ex-girlfriend? Like, she is now. So the so, thing about that is technically it's his ex-ex-girlfriend. Meaning it yes. was his ex-girlfriend and now it is That's no true. longer that. Yes. She is only a partial ex-girlfriend. That would point. have been the more complicated line. Yes. She's my ex-ex-girlfriend Well, if now. you were writing this book and just fully embracing the comedy then that is what would happen she said like i thought she was your ex-girlfriend she said like she's my ex-ex-girlfriend and be like she'd be like that's what i said be like no you didn't you're missing an ex and he's like i said the ex it's like no but it's two exes and it's like why are you always because my ape ate her and it's like and he's like well why are you giving me so much shit you're french you say everything wrong and she's like listen if we're not accurate in this and we're scientists yeah it could be a whole big argument i thought he was your ex-ape well he's not my ex-girlfriend can you give me some slack here 
My ex ex my ex ape ate my ex ex girlfriend. Right. All right, I'm going through some serious shit. So uh, this let me book just is sum very up. good. I will just sum up what happens okay. because no one should give this guy any money. Spoiler alert: He figures out. But they spend five – like you read through this part and it's not long after they find the girlfriend where it's, it says part two, five years later. Just skips five years oh, into the future. Part two. So there's a part and, one. And now the scientists are all believe it. They know something's going on. He's in charge of it. He is a celebrity because he was the one that calls. He's on talk shows all the oh, time. Oh, so he's, he's talking. He's like, I told you about hack. You didn't believe me. But who right. is laughing and, now, And bitch? he's dealing with it. Ape um, ate my ex-girlfriend, and I was fine with it. That's how hard I am. So after five years, you pick up, and they're stealing with it in a number of ways. It's a huge problem. Yeah. There is large parts of the country that are actually uninhabitable. Most small of, towns – Because animals are just going uh, crazy. Uh, – Are off the grid. Hippos are chasing all the French people out. Yeah, like, like there are – It's like Texas. Mile-wide uh, – Packs of dogs in the western states yeah. eating anything they – any humans they come across because, again, it's only about the humans. Yeah. And five years later, he just – he's sitting around by himself and he figures it all out We're in an amazing sequence where he's like, this all started 16 years ago. What happened in 16 years ago? 16 years prior to what? What This time period. Which is when? I don't know. All 1985 right. or something. He goes okay. – Cell phones. It had to be about cell phones. What? I'm like, of all the random things you pick, it was the combination of pollution and cell phones. And cell phones were taking hydrocarbons and turning them into uh, what do you call it? Pheromones. Wait, the cell. Wait, so the 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 electromagnetic spectrum radiations from cell phones were changing was... the pollution that's all around us, Casey. Right. Into pheromones that made, and this is why it changed it, the males were made hyper-aggressive. We're ch- the we're females. Cha- we're the, changing it. Yeah. Into a fe- yeah. How? They're changing. Well, they change stuff, Casey. The waves. The waves, Casey, are coming at the hydrocarbons. You can imagine this. Okay. If you're, you know, just imagine this right, happening. Right, I'm imagining it. They're hitting and so changing. So somehow it, the, the microwaves turn these hydrocarbons yes. into well, different ring structures that make, make the that, that are strong pheromones for all for all animals for all because animals. as we know all animals respond to the exact same pheromones well, in exactly the same way that was a big question of yeah. like oh if that's true why doesn't it affect humans why well not? we have and i can't remember i wish i marked the page yeah, we do have. not have the organ that other animals Oops. do yeah. that respond to pheromones yeah. in the same way. Yeah, we, we have evolved have that. past that. Yeah, we Casey. don't have it. All the rest of the, the hippos and the lions and the monkeys all still have it, but just we. So don't what it have turns it. the animals into is hmm. the females go into constant heat, and the males are just having sex like crazy with the with the female. And they are just having more and more animals. Sounds they're, fantastic. Their their breeding rate goes up crazy. Yeah. They're just kicking out dogs, whatever you have. Yeah. And then the males are hyper aggressive, but it doesn't explain Casey why they attack the humans. No, it doesn't. Turns out, we ourselves are emitting some of these new pheromones ourselves. The hydrocarbons is in our water and what we drink, and we are emitting these smells that are then converted by the cell phones. What? So we are are emitting a pheromone that makes them 
uh, a different pheromone. A different pheromone that affects them a different way that makes them fearful and angry and agitated. So they attack any humans because they don't like the smell of us now because of the cell phones. So everyone involved in this book is fired. Now wait. That is the dumbest goddamn. That sounds like fucking Pacific Rim. No, nope. that is basically oh, you fucking don't even Pacific, know. This is a even, Pacific Rim job right here. This is this. Uh, then so he's like, if that's it. We may have a solution out of this mess. Oh, really? And what they do is they shut the electrical grid down completely. They shut it down. What? They, they, they ask everyone to turn your cell phones off. Dude, it's called wait. fucking Febreze. You can buy wait. it in the goddamn drugstore wait. and spray it at the air. This is not a no, problem. They shut down the electrical grid. They forbid all motorized vehicles to be driven. Why? They then forbid cell phones. And in, now, it takes like 10 years for them to get crazed. This the is animals. the dumbest goddamn thing. The animals thing. Get, take a long time to get to this point. Like a 20-year period, they get 15, it was, to, for them to get full bananas. They shut everything off, and in three days, things are back to normal. And we cut back to Attila. This is the stupidest we fucking We cut book. back to Attila. Hanging at, out. In, in Central Park, like... And and they actually oh man I had, act, I went on a crazy bender that's can't what he's like I ate that I'm girl. so tired yeah. I can't believe the anger feeling mm. is gone mm. and he eats an orange in Central Park delicious like, there's no orange trees nope. in Central Park it's fine don't worry about it it's fine we didn't we, this is not shot on location okay no. this is we just imagined that this and he just lays there. out there maybe he bought it from a street vendor three days later when they're realizing everything's working um, he's on duty of collecting the dead going out and finding all the people and he's like very upset they see horrible things yeah. of all these people that were killed by animals but he's just like hey that's my ex-mailman oh yeah it is now or yeah whatever. Right. like he doesn't right. care he's right. just like yeah there's some people with their faces it missing. messed with him so then he happens upon a senator yeah. who drives up in a hummer Ooh. talking on a cell phone one of the armored ones or one of the unarmored ones just his own personal hummer okay and he's like what the fuck God damn and he's yelling it. at the guy, and he's like, "I have a permission slip," and there's arguing, and he's like, "We're beating this, and now they're allowing people to do this again," and he's like, angry, yeah. and he's like, "This fucking people," yeah. and pretty yeah. soon, sure enough, in New York, yeah, slowly the air conditioners start turning yeah, back on with generators. Yeah. People start forgetting it's been three days. In New York, there were th- tens of thousands of people being eaten alive by rats. But in three days, they're turning their air conditioners back on because they don't think about the future, Casey. So here's- This is a parable about human hubris. And, of course, after three days, after this <sighs> starts, it escalates. Animals start attacking again. This time, there's nothing they can do. Why not? I don't know. Yeah, they, they, nobody knows. They flee to Gre- Greenland. Good place to go, yeah. They go to Greenland on a Harrier. I see. The... The book then ends. It ends in a dark place, Casey. Yeah, I'm sure it does. And you know why? Because I bet the book we're going to see dark place. the Zutu coming Zutu. probably Greenland. this time next year. Well, yeah, yeah, maybe next time next month because I bet they can kick these things out. Like I don't think that book business. took a very long time to write. Nope, I don't think so. So, Jeff. There's actually also what's kind of amazing. There's two or three misspellings. Um and you don't see that in a published book you do very now. often. You do now. I suppose, yeah. Nobody proofreads yeah. anything anymore. Yeah. Um, I was reading like a Time Magazine article. 
anything goes. Like you just, just you just you just pick up a time magazine. There's like words missing. You're just like there's there's sentences that just don't have any periods at the end of them. The, the like paragraph just ends and it's just this, and you're like where was the punctuation? It's like don't know, don't care. Yeah. It's like it's just gone. Uh, so the thing that's interesting about this book is if the problem is carbon rings in the air, mm-hmm. like that. I mean, I'm not joking. Like. You could just spray some Febreze. Like, like this is a completely solved scientific problem. There is be, it's completely solved. Casey, I think you're. If missing, the problem is that the animals like, are like following the scent of humans, you would just literally like or put on a suit. People in like in a hazmat suit could not be attacked because they wouldn't be found. They wouldn't be sniffed out in this anger way. I think way. Casey, you don't understand what's going on here. And no, I don't. I don't think you would. I think you'd be one of those hack doubters and like. Yeah, you I'd know be what? in a Hummer. I'd mm-hmm. be in a Hummer getting my face eaten by a chimp. By the way, uh, I'm fine with Attila, this book. By the way, because here's the thing: until wait, by the way, Attila at the end of the book leads all the animals on the New York rampage. Good. He is he is the he turns out to be the leader of he's all this because yeah. he has all the other monkeys with. Yeah, he knows it doesn't what, explain he knows why he's not no, super smart, but he's matter. leading, and he doesn't even have to say anything. The pheromones communicate. Yeah, they and do. And so he, he like, directs rats into the thing. Yeah, so he's that, running the show. That happened. Now, by the way, when he's saying all this, yeah. he always says this. There's a monkey, and it seemed like he was directing the troops. But if you looked closely, he was wearing a little red hat. What? Now, that's so you know it's Attila, because Attila disappears wearing a little he red hat. He never took it off. But, right. But every time he uses that as the way to identify the yes. thing, I laughed out yeah, loud yeah. while I'm reading because I'm like, you could have said with the scar along his yeah, face yeah, that he yeah. got from being in the medical testing lab. Right. Nope. It's the scary right. uh, uber monkey yeah. that is controlling the animal hive mind cap. of New York. Is it a little cute cap? Yeah. It's, a little, it's adorable. Fez. It's, it's like it yeah. pulls it down. He's wearing, he's wearing overalls. I don't really know what to say. That is... It's amazingly bad. Absolutely terrible. Um, I'm even leaving out the crazy love story part. There is some hysterical parts where he's describing how he feels about the girl. Uh, it's it's. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he has some good ways of, of putting that quality. out there. I, I Also, I really liked being on page 99 and it being like chapter 82. It was almost a chapter a page. I will say that he uh, that that book does fall squarely into the Hollywood category. They're like that's exactly the oh, kind yeah. of thing you'd see in a movie where they're like it's the pheromones. And there's nothing we can do about it. And it's, you're just like wait. Well, oh, so wait, wait, two wait, things wait, about two things about it that I thought. Yeah. One is you totally see the James Patterson where he's like he just has a notes file somewhere and he's like right 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 animal zombies yeah and he said and that, and, and that like, got go. rid from it yeah. That's also exactly what would give Hollywood a hard on. Right, they'd, they'd be, be like, like, "Oh, animals, on animals this, yeah. attacking everybody," yeah. and they're like, yeah, like, "What animals just? Yeah, yeah. big spring be- breaker for CGI the fish." Yeah, yeah. But you know, the thing is, is when Hollywood adapts Zoo, all the all the real Zoo fanatics are gonna be like, "Oh, they're probably gonna totally change the ending. <laughs> you know, they're gonna commercialize it, and yeah. it's not gonna be what the book was about. It's not gonna be yeah. about cell phones and hydro." Like, Attila saves the day at the end. What yeah. the hell? He was the bad guy in the original. <laughs> he had that red cap on the whole time. Where'd the red cap go? That was like a uh, signature look. Yeah. It was funny reading this and then just this weekend seeing all the commercials for the new Planet of the Apes. It's very oh, hard not to thing. see that. Yeah. yeah. 
So, and I will say the Planet of the Apes, the other previous Planet of the Apes, I liked that movie a lot, and it was not the concepts were, right. were not un. We're not dissimilar. We're not completely dissimilar to this. It was a monkey living at home that takes Alzheimer drugs that becomes super smart yeah. and then goes on a rampage. Like all things, yes. it is not so much about what the idea is. Yes. It's As about the execution. The execution. Yep. This is this is the problem yep. with patents in the first place. It's yes. like ideas are actually pretty easy to come yep. up with. Yep. Sitting around going like animals attack humans, like that's not that hard. The hard yeah. part is writing the good book that goes along with that. And in this case, James Patterson, via the conduit of Michael Ledwidge, did not necessarily bring his A game or even A game at all uh, to the pages of Zoo, novel was- you should not rush out to buy. I was really interested in, like, uh, how much he actually writes himself now. Wait, how do you know? I don't know. Oh, you're saying you're interested, I, I, you would be interested, interested to find yeah. out. Yeah, I would be as well. Probably nothing. Probably he doesn't. Well, on the back it says this to answer a previous question you had or, or postulate you said. James Patterson has had more New York Times bestseller than any other writer, according to Guinness World, Guinness World Records. Since his first novel won the Edgar Prize in uh, uh, 1977. What is the Edgar Prize? I don't know. I mean, either. His books have sold more than 280 million copies. It's insane. That's books. I mean, we're not talking TV or Super Bowl shit. They sold 280 million of these 11.95 horseshit. Yeah. Unless everybody got free ones in the airplane like us. Well, no, because that's sales. So for every one of those, those could be left on an airplane. There could have been what was it? 560 people reading. This is like the. This is totally the. There's a billion people who want to experience VR. There is a billion people. I bet James Patterson gets to a billion people before Oculus does. It's well. We know that will be true. <laughs> There's no question that James Patterson will get to a billion people before Oculus. No question. Yeah. I mean, well, okay. There aren't a billion people who can afford a VR headset. No, I'm just saying. So we don't even, it's not even a question well, the, the, about who will get I, to a billion first. The both numbers I feel are pretty absurd anyway, but. He's yeah. already got 280 million. That's true. That's 280 million more people than but Oculus. No, that means he has to write. Four times the number of books that were on that list, and that's a wicked lot of books, well, my friend. Well, closer to three times potentially, maybe. Yeah. No, not really. I don't know. It's rough. You're right. It's anyway, three and a half times. I got a kick out of reading that. We were laughing pretty hard. It does um, make me want to see what some of the other James Patterson ghostwriting canon. Like, if you look for books that have both James Patterson and some other name on them, I would right. like to see uh, some of the other books in the that. The other winners. Yeah. Yeah. And I would like to see a zoo too. I would like to see what happens in Greenland. Yeah. I bet it's just, you know what? They'll probably get some hack writer to write the you know, <laughs> sequel. This, it's not going to be it's any not gonna Michael be Ledwig quality. situation. It's not going to be a Ledwig. No, it's going to be can't afford shit out. Yeah, know, Ledwig's on the, on the new IP. Yeah, He's, that's he, right. We need him to launch series for us. Anyone can just follow up with Zoo 2. I'm also curious how many they sold. Um, oh, Because everything about it is about Patterson. Like, it says world's number one bestseller, right, Elling Writer. Let me see that. It's on the top. There's nothing about the book itself. So I can't, well, uh, we'll It does say the terrifying number one bestseller on the back. So I don't know. Uh, Maybe he just comes out with a book and everyone, all of his loyal fans just, you know. So it does say, for previews and information about the author, visit jamespatterson.com, which we have not been to. So that may be a good... 
site to visit for f future information. I bet that's a great website. I bet that is a great website. Mm -hmm. I see Canadians are still getting fucked. It's ten dollars U.S., eleven dollars Canadian, but the exchange rate's like even. So they're just flat out oh, paying a fucking they're dollar extra for this crappy quality. novel. Yeah. Well, they have way more animals up there, so you know they're probably in more trouble than us. That, well, that may be true. That's true. But who knows? They don't have as much hydrocarbons, probably. Oh, you're right. They don't have as much uh, Hummers and Senators and, and fewer, running around. Just fewer uh, cell phones. Just fewer cell phones in yeah, general. In general, yeah. that's right. Well, everybody, sorry uh, to put you through that, I'm, but I'm if spent. I take one, yeah. you're going to have to that take was, one. I don't know if that's a funny podcast or just depressing at the end of the yeah. day, what just happened there. Yeah. Well, it's number five on the USA Today list. Hour and uh, a half that was. Yep. Jesus Christ. I can throw All this right. book away now. Well, we're sorry it's to have wasted there. your time. That's right. Like we wasted Jeff's and mine. If you have a fantastic book you would like us to examine for the podcast. That's true. We do. You that's are welcome true. to send it in. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I know people have sent in Taken by T Rex. We haven't gotten to that yet. We oh need to yeah, probably yeah, yeah. order a copy of that. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't think it exists in hardcover. I don't think it exists in physical that's a form. Book we'll have we to probably have to make an Amazon um, account to order. Correct. <clears throat> I can get it on one. mine. I have one. No, I have one too. It's just I didn't know if we want that to be on the record. That's the T Rex. Taken by T Rex. T Rex erotica. Yeah. T Rex. If erotica. you, what kind of world are we living in when you cannot <laughs> proudly purchase? T-Rex erotic fiction and not have not be judged Jeff yeah. by an Amazon uh, algorithm. Well, I think you're going to get like people who ordered T-Rex, what is it called again? Taken, taken by T-Rex. Also ordered everything on that list is going to be gold. I'm proud right now that my book is kind of uh, and I this will probably get when it does the Kindle singles thing, which I guess will be Monday or whatever. Well, okay. <laughs> Very it's, soon. When you hear this, it will already have happened. Yeah, this is pre-taped um, call show. Unfortunately. But it's like, yeah, I, I think that will get washed away. But that was my proudest moment is going on to my book's thing. And because listeners uh, to this podcast actually had gone – not because of the podcast, but had gone and uh, I had posted a thing that was like, you know – literary humor or whatever and they were like somebody wrote back and was like oh it's got stiff competition and pointed to taken by t-rex so we oh, all amazing. went and looked at taken by t-rex right after having looked at my book so it kind of associated <laughs> the two books in there which is awesome. the only reason that you can get to taken by t-rex from my book right now that is awesome so they don't really have a whole lot else in common it does make me want to write a piece of dinosaur erotica now <laughs> Uh, I, I just haven't done my research. I haven't read anything in the genre. I haven't even read Taken by T-Rex. So I need to do my research. I think it would be I, interesting because usually you're always talking about his hot body pressed up against mine. And like, no, they're cold-blooded. It'd be like his body that was the exact same temperature <laughs> as mine pressed up against His body me. quickly adjusted to my temperature. <laughs> his body quickly adjusted. <laughs> That's awesome. It, <laughs> I kind of, I feel like yeah. I have to do it. Right. I kind of do have to put up a piece of dinosaur erotica. I don't uh, know what should it be called. Is the only problem. His brain was pea-sized. Yes, but not. Yeah. Not, right. Not, right. Not. Right. Yeah. 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 That's um, going to be good action. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I don't really. Well, know. you know, uh, what's the guy that wrote? Uh, I'm blanking right now. Um, Jurassic Pork. No. 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 The the. The graphic to, I'm, novel I'm not, from hell. Um, oh, Alan Moore. Alan I, Moore. I was still trying to think of names for my T-Rex fiction. Well, what I was going to say is Alan Moore wrote a book uh, that uh, – not a graphic novel, an actual book – where he talks about the magic inherent in one little square block of London. 
where he's oh, like right, a whole right, bunch right, of right, right, famous right. writers have lived on this block and like it's been around. I've heard of this book. Yeah, you told me he, about it. I think right. a long time ago. And we may even talk about it on the podcast. But the first chapter is written by a caveman or like okay. a pre uh, 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 Neanderthal. Not in like he thought. Right. It's like oh, weird. and then you have to. And and they talk to each other, and apparently, if you read it enough times, you can what? be like, "Oh, I get what they're saying." No. That would be if you did dinosaur erotica, where it was just like rah 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 rah, rah whole thing, like thirty page. You could do that actually because you can self publish, and then have the whole thing like, "No, no, no dude, you just if you read it enough, you'll really get the." Self-text. No, I but I don't want to do avant garde dinosaur erotica. You I do, want yeah. to ship. A legitimate <laughs> dinosaur erotica fiction piece that I can point to and say, if you have a thing, and I mean right. a thing, right. for dinosaurs, wait till you experience the hot action in Casey Muratori's <laughs> Let me whatever. Add- and you're not helping with the name here. I feel like there's got to be... So I'm, I'm, I'm curious about taking by T-Rex, taken by T-Rex, is... It's two dinosaurs doing it, or is Dip, it a human? Dipchodicus. Uh, wait, is a human? Is a human being taken by the? T-Rex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's like it's like. Uh, well, I, I like I said, I haven't read it. I'll have to go read some dinosaur erotica to find out. But I believe it's like the the T Rex fucks a girl or a guy, like like a oh, human, a human male or female. I don't know if it's guys or for girls or what's going on here. But like whoever wants to receive the the erotica. Action. It's probably yeah. female because I feel like erotica is usually in book form is usually more right. towards female. So it's probably a female getting done by a dinosaur, or she's doing the dinosaur, or something. I don't know what's happening. So I really, don't know who's on top. Is it or a really on big human here. that's the size of a T Rex? Dude, I don't know. I haven't read the book yet. The book. Right. We will find these. These are the kind He's of questions that I sh- want to answer. His short arms tried yes. to tried to yes. touch me, but couldn't yes. quite reach. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. All don't right. Know. Well, this has gone on way too long. Uh, uh, if you want uh, us to review a book, that's a good idea. Give yeah. us a title. We Give will us, look Let into us know it. what it is. We'll get a copy. Because this we'll was just a chance. We would, a chance. I'd never even have heard of this otherwise. We, we never would have heard of this. So if you have a quality piece of fiction that's that right. you think that Jeff needs to speed read and then retell to me, uh, <laughs> please email it to podcast at jeffandcaseyshow.com. That's right. And we will hopefully eventually get to it. That's right. All right. Well, hey, thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next week. See you.